The stories, topics, and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect DCI, individual member cores, or other ensembles. These are our personal opinions and experiences, which may or may not be the same as others. With all that said, we hope you all enjoy, and let's begin. Welcome to Set the Arc. I'm your host, Jeremy Castro, along with my co-host, Philip Nims. Philip, how you doing? I'm great, Jeremy. It's still good to be here with you in San Angelo. This is my last day here, so... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, bro. Like, I know. I'm, I'm kind of really sad. sad. I'm really sad to uh, to go home today, but then again, I get to go home, which is also nice, but uh, it's nice being here, Jeremy. Honestly, yeah, because, like, we hang out, like, whenever we hang out, like, we always kind of, like, make it, like, kind of, like, the, the biggest deal I like, know, right? Kind we of. barely see each other. Exactly. So every time, like, we see each other, and it's just a huge event for it's, us, so... Yeah. Um, as y'all may notice that, like, some of our episodes are, like, a little um, spotty with us kind of being in the same place, and others, you know, being through voice chat. So we're trying to knock out some episodes with, you know, me and him in, in person, like, that kind of do have... Um, what is it like with the um 27 well i'm not even sure if this episode's gonna air before then but um we do have stuff planned um for us to be together and kind of just talk about our experiences so yeah so wait how are you jeremy <clears throat> i'm pretty okay just you know tired this you know it's, um i spend the night with you in the hotel room yeah and that was fun and what is it on the uh futon yeah i made him i made him sleep <clears throat> on the couch cause yeah i know i'm a bed hog and he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it um i'm just tired like i just woke up you woke me up and you're like hey we got like in like an hour to oh, we had 40 minutes <laughs> 40 minutes to less than an hour like, to check out so i'm just like you know what okay fine you know but whatever right now we're in my in my room right now kind of just recording and, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, we're going to go um, celebrate, you know, a lunch or a slash dinner yeah. with celebrate you. Celebrate food. Exactly. <laughs> you know, eat food. Um, yes, sir. But anyways, you know, on this episode of the podcast, we're kind of going to go about, talk, you know, talking about the madness that is, you know, move-ins and, like, how your rehearsal, rehearsal day is going to be because we know that it, whenever you first just walk in, it's going to be a madhouse, you know, and... Like, the weeks you're there for, like, um, spring training, it's absolutely brutal. So, we pretty much want to help you try and survive. <laughs> yeah. You know, as much as possible. Um, Phil, do you want to start us <laughs> off? Yes. Move-ins, spring training, all days. This is a huge debate <clears throat> within the drum. Before we actually get to the content of this podcast, I'm full disclaimer, this is going to be a long podcast. We have a lot of stuff to get yeah. through. But, because spring training is a huge part of your season so um i'm pretty sure the episode about tour is going to be just as long there's going to be mm. just as many things to talk about but so before we get to the content i want to have a little fun discussion with you okay what do you call it do you call it spring training move-ins or all days i call it spring training you call it spring training i do i know that other cores and yeah. other people have its own you know give it we've called it at the different academy names. yeah at the academy we called it all days mm -hmm. i think at genesis we called it move-ins I don't remember, mm -hmm. and I know at Horizon it was just the season. The season? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right about that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, just the season. Um, 
God. But yeah, so anyways, um, <clears throat> so before we get to spring training, we have to prep for the off season, and basically what that is, is it's going to camps, it's doing your, your PT, and then it's packing. So, doing PT, the reason why we do PT is not just to get in shape, it's the reason behind why we get in shape. So, people are going to get hurt on... During spring training, it happens. Yes, people, all the time. It happens all the time. People will get injured. People will get um, shin splints. They'll mm. sprain their ankle. They'll do something. They'll pop their knee. Yes. Unfortunately, this does like some like sometimes you know it does cause people to leave. Yeah. You know during the season, unfortunately, because you know some injuries are just get that serious, and you know sometimes people need to leave. You know and go home. And then they'll bring someone else in to fill their spot. That, yeah. That's unfortunate, but it yeah, happens. Yeah, and we're going to talk in more in depth about injuries here in a few minutes. Yes. But um, the, the, way, the best way to minimize your chances of getting injured is to show up to spring training physically prepared. So being able to run so you don't have a heat stroke. Yeah. Um, well, I guess to prevent heat strokes, you drink a ton of water, but... I mean, running it's, will it help your endurance for shows. Mm-hmm. It'll make your legs stronger so yes. shin splints aren't as bad. It's more um, about conditioning than... Yeah, it's really about conditioning. So that's why we, we do PT in the off-season, so that when we get to, pr- to spring training, um, we're, we're not getting hurt. Exactly. And maybe, hopefully... I mean, obviously, getting injured sucks, but I would rather have only, like, one or two people get injured than, like five eight people and then half a section is gone yeah so the injury bug needs to stay out of our drum corps Mm -hmm. so please take your off season training seriously yes obviously don't you don't have to be go absolutely hard during the off season Yeah, you don't want to injure yourself during the off season that would be even worse i would say yeah like obviously like if you if you want to lift weights that's obviously like you know what you want to do then do it but you don't have to constantly um, push yourself to, you know, be physically, you know, adequate. Um, you pretty yeah. much like, you don't have honestly, to show up looking like an athletic freak. <clears throat> yes. All you have to do, like, really it's about like how much your body can handle, um, pretty much just like the conditions of drum corps. So like, obviously do a few laps around the, you know, outside of a park or do a few laps in the gym, whatever, you know, for me personally, I like to, um, you know, do a few miles. Like obviously you don't start just running you know your first few weeks at even like if you just haven't um conditioned yourself yeah. prior so first you walk then you start walking and jogging you know then jog then you do end up um running but you had to start it slow to build yourself up to get um to your best kind of um conditioning fitness so when it comes for me you know obviously walk you know Put in some jogging here and there. Just something that you're able to feel comfortable with to be able to project yourself to um, successfully um, do jump core. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and one of the things with that, um, one of the thing, some of the things you could do is obviously push-ups. Yes. Especially if your name is Low Brass. Um, <laughs> because horn holding, horn carriage is very serious in drum core. Yes. Um, so yeah, push-ups, sit-ups, planks are mm-hmm. some good ways to to get your your core strong mm-hmm. because um, drum core is very intense on your core. You have to engage your core all the time. Mm-hmm. Squats are another huge thing that you can do. Do like fifty squats in your room, 
or go to the gym, do some some squats, some lunges mm-hmm. with weights and stuff. Get just getting your your lower body very very strong because drum corps is going to beat up on your lower body. Ask any exactly. any drum corps vet who has marched like any drum corps vet that who has marched and their their <laughs> joints pop. Yes, every exactly. Single one. I whenever I hang out with drum corps kids, band kids. I'm hearing ankles cracking. I'm hearing knees, backs cracking. So yeah, yeah. Just yesterday, um, we were just hanging out. I think we were like doing, you know, we were doing Philip's hobby. Where um, was it? Key. We were lock picking. Lock picking. <laughs> um, we were lock picking, and I like, you know, rolled not rolled my ankle, but I cracked my um ankle. And he's like, "What the heck was that?" And I'm just like, "Dude, that was my ankle. <laughs> like, it, it's bad. Like, I, uh, you know." Yeah. Is so is. so yeah. Um. But another thing we can do is called interval training um, with your running. I'm talking about running now. Mm-hmm. So in drum corps, you're gonna be you're gonna be going very very fast, doing high intensity drill moves, and then you're gonna be like jogging back to reset, or sometimes even walking to a reset. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna be like, so it's drum corps is the best interval training uh, program on the planet, probably. Yeah. So what you can do is you can you can jog mm-hmm. for like a mile or like a quarter mile or something mm-hmm. and then like sprint a quarter mile yeah and then like jog another quarter mile very <coughs> light jog and then like sprint a quarter so this is just going to help you with your endurance help you through a 13 minute drum course show where it's it's high intensity and also work on your breathing when you're doing that too. absolutely breathing is very important in fact mm-hmm. it's the most important thing yes. probably in all of drum course breathing mm-hmm. um so yeah, take take your PT seriously. Um, find some find some exercises on YouTube or hire a personal trainer. That's what I, I have a personal trainer now who I work nice. with. Nice. So yeah, personal trainer he's gonna get you right. Mm. He or she is gonna get you right. Yes. So yeah, take take your your PT seriously. Absolutely, because I, I I too do um I have like a personal trainer that I, I get advice from. I get, yeah. um, like so just like some input because like he's um. Like, obviously, he knows way more than I do about, you know, physical fitness. So, obviously, do you do not have to have a physical trainer to be able um, to condition yourself for yeah, drum you corps. Like, obviously, like, there's so much free information, you know, on the internet, like YouTube, so many free videos online that you are just able to, you know, do at, do at home. You don't have to have a gym, yeah. indoor fitness. And also, the cool thing is... A lot of drum corps have their own personal trainers on staff that you can message, and they do workouts with you like online and stuff. And yes, like post videos, and sometimes you'll have to post video assignments. So the drum corps they hire they hire these people for you to work with you. So if you can't afford a personal trainer or don't want one, don't worry, drum corps got them for you. Yes, so. they do. <laughs> Use them. Obviously, maximize your staff. Like yeah, take advantage of your staff. Full. Like, yeah. Like they work for you basically. Mm-hmm. They're 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 for you. So exactly. Like you you might think that you're more there for them, but we're <laughs> like they work for you. Like you yeah, you're the reason the why they're there. They're not on the field performing with you. Mm-hmm. So they they really work for you. So take advantage of them. Ask them questions about your fitness and stuff. Take e- advantage of them. Exactly, hundred percent. And you know, kind of like obviously when you're doing fitness, I th- I'm sure that drum corps will pretty much just send you like a packing list of apps like what you need you know for the entire yes we are okay and like just like everything that you need for the rest the remainder of your season yeah so we might do a video or a podcast episode on packing Mm -hmm. because there's just just a lot of stuff but 
Um, a good rule of thumb is take a look at what your what your <coughs> drum corps sends out for you for a packing list and mm -hmm. pack everything on that list. Maybe pack two or three of each thing because stuff gets lost. Stuff grows legs and walks away all the yes. time on tour. Socks. It's just the way it socks. Mm -hmm. I've I pack more socks than necessary. I, I don't even I believe it. I don't even think I get into the amount of socks I bring on <coughs> tour. Um, I don't bring underwear on tour. I bring compression shorts. Oh, I was about to like yeah. heavily judge you. I like had a face. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the face you made. No, um, because I got big old thunder thighs. Of course. And mm -hmm. so, um, they don't like to be rubbed together mm -hmm. all the time. So I bring like 14, 15 pair of compression yes. shorts because and it's just way more comfortable. Yeah. I, I don't even wear nothing but compression shorts on a regular... I was about to say, I don't wear underwear on a regular <laughs> basis again. But no, I wear compression shorts pretty much every single day. Yeah, I understand that. Because my big old thighs, man. Yeah, bro. Thunder thighs. Thunder thighs are rough. Because mm -hmm. obviously, like, during drum corps, you're going you're gonna to lose things. Things, you know, um, you're going to have a lot of wear and tear on, you know, your shorts, on, you know, your underwear. I, I will, especially, like, you know, um, for guys, I would say more boxers, you know. But... Yeah. Um, you're boxers on tour. You're a madman. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like underwear in general. Yes, but you know, everything is wear and tear. So, like you're constantly like, rubbing, you know, things across yep. your body. Shoes. And Bring shoes. an extra pair of shoes. Oh my god. I I will say I, I don't. I I personally don't follow that advice. I just wear one pair. Why? I'm stupid. I'll, obviously, You've I have never marching been shoes. On swap tour then. No, I have no. I have never had. I've yeah. never done swamp tour. You've never done swamp tour. You've probably never had like. A huge thundering hurricane storm we, ruin your shoes. No, I haven't. I yeah. haven't had that. No. So if you're going on the world class tour, even open class tour, I'm sure you. As I say, yeah, like, I know if some. If you're going do. on tour in general, bring an extra pair of shoes <coughs> because there's gonna be days where it thunderstorms and you have to like, or there's crappy water, or you just destroy your shoes because your marching technique is so impeccable. Yes. Or swamp tour, and you're marching in just marsh fields, and then your shoes get soaked, and you, you're you not going to want to wear that, so... Mm -hmm. Yes, bring an extra pair of running of running shoes and break them in before you 100%, march. 100%, yes. Oh my god. If you march with brand new shoes out of the box and you haven't mm -hmm. broken them in yet... You're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a rough summer. It, break them in yes. before you march, because I mean, yeah. You're going to get blisters, your feet are going to hurt, it's just not going to be a good look. So exactly. Breaking your new shoes before you march. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to have a packing list um, of what the drum corps recommends. You, you're probably going to end up watching videos on what you should bring. Um, pretty much just like ask vets, like, hey, you know, what do you recommend me taking? Obviously, um, you need the essentials of what you need for your instrument, you know, towel. Um, for, I know for Color Guard, they have a stretch towel. They bring stretch towels. Yeah, they probably um, do. You know, probably some tape for, you know, stick tape or guard tape. Um, pretty much like whatever your instrument needs and what you need, what your essentials are, bring those. Yeah, and obviously we're not women. <clears throat> yes. So, um, but women, bring extra bras, sports bras, mm -hmm. bring extra whatever y'all need. Tampons and stuff, bring bring those, <coughs> obviously. Yes. Um. Whatever, whatever y'all, whatever, ladies, whatever you need to function in society, bring that. Yes. <laughs> we're not, we're not trying to like. No, we just don't you know, know. Yeah, we just don't know what you know exactly because obviously you're not, you're probably gonna end up watching um, a girl 
just you know talk about her um yeah. like uh moving um packing list you know on youtube yeah. like obviously recommend that for the girls um, listening but yeah, um, um, we, obviously we don't know we are yeah we're guys we're, we're guys we're dumb low brass or i'm not high brass i'm dumb low brass guy i'm high brass so we don't know anything about what ladies bring on tour so <laughs> i'm sure it's 90 percent of it is the same as guys yes just that 10 percent being like female specific stuff yeah but anyways moving on so for laundry bring tide pods don't eat them bring them yes um bring quarters just a bunch, bunch. of quarters like a bunch of quarters because a lot of laundromats um they still use quarters and stuff you're gonna be mm-hmm. we have a whole episode <clears throat> about laundry day so we'll yeah. tell you what to bring and stuff but um but yeah so that's packing that's pt that's off-season stuff hmm. uh, um, i think coming next is pretty much just like going and like obviously wherever the location is yeah, for the showing up showing up yeah um obviously some people might have to fly out by themselves yet you might be able just to drive there you know with family they might just drop you off so depending on your situation yeah you might you know might have say your you know your family goodbye is a little yeah. sooner give, give your family a really good goodbye yes. give them an extra long hug because um if you're lucky enough to see your i've seen my family pretty much every season because again san antonio mm-hmm. dci is my hometown so my family shows up, but a lot of people never see their family until the end of the tour. So um, give them an extra long goodbye and, of, of course, stay in contact with them during tour. But, yeah, you're not going to see them for, like, three months until yeah. finals week is over. So Exactly, because um, I want to say I've seen my family throughout, like, all of my um, all of my seasons. Like, you know, at least they go to the home show. You know, yeah. they might go to San Antonio show, but... Um, Obviously, like, for those that have to fly in, you have to have that really, like, long goodbye. Because, like, yeah. you don't know when you're seeing them. Like, they might just surprise you for a show. I don't know. Um, but things end up working out, obviously. Um, like, your family is probably, like, your biggest support. Yeah, absolutely. Like, during, during this whole season. Yeah. Obviously, some people don't have a good relationship with their family. And they just want to leave the house. Yeah. Hey, say goodbye to your best closest friends because you're not going to see them for a while. Yeah, you know who don't get. Yeah, into I know for me court. personally, my family was my biggest cheerleaders. They watch exactly. They watch every single show mm-hmm. throughout the season. They they subscribe to Flow Marching and they catch every single time I perform. They watch it. Yeah. So it's like, and they always tell me like, "Wow, that was an awesome show." And I always call my family after a show and mm-hmm. like say, "Hey, man, how did I do?" Yeah. I call my family. Man. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> how, how did I do? Did you like the show? And they they always tell me like, "Wow, I like that new visual you added," or mm-hmm. "Wow, you changed the closer. That was awesome." Yeah. And so yeah, just stay in contact with your family. But um, but yeah, that that goodbye, it, it's a tough goodbye. It is. Yeah. But ultimately, you're gonna see him again. So mm-hmm. don't get too too down about yes. it. Yes. Obviously, things happen on tour that you're not able to control while you're gone. But you have to be able to know that. Just because, you know, you're gone, you're on tour, doesn't mean you're not able just to give them a simple phone call and, you know, tell them how much you love them and appreciate them. Yeah, absolutely. And just, like, obviously just update them on what's going on. Yeah. Like, where keep, you're going. Keep them in the loop. Exactly. Don't, don't completely shut your family out for the summer. You don't have to call them every single day. Yeah. But just send them a text every once in a while, like, hey, I'm in Louisiana right now. Yeah. Swamp tour sucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm in Missouri right now. Missouri sucks. Um... But so I am in misery. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry if you live in Missouri. Yeah. Rest in peace. I feel bad for you, but drum corps in misery sucks. Anyways. So when you get there, it's going to be very similar to a camp. Like that first day, it's going to be very similar to a camp. You're going to sign in. 
you're gonna meet people that maybe didn't show up until that day or you're gonna see all your friends that you've made during the off season again and then you're gonna you're gonna set up in the the sleeping area so um i don't know if we talked about this in the audition room but Every time you sleep in a sleeping area, it's always a fight to see who gets the corners. Honestly, who, yeah. who gets close? Who gets the closest to the outlet? Yeah, if you, it's either corners <clears throat> or outlets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, unless you're like the academy tuba section, which always gets the middle of the gym, just <laughs> smack in the middle of the gym, and they put all their mattresses in a circle. I don't blame them. That's that's actually kind of funny. That's a, it's hilarious, but yeah, every single time it's. When I say fight, it's not like fist fight or yeah. like cussing at people. Yeah. It's just basically first come, first serve. Yes. Go for the corner. I always try to get corners or out. Well, no. Yeah, I always try to get corners or outlets. And Obviously. usually the outlets are in the corner, so mm-hmm. it's double the... Yeah. So Double you, whammy. Double whammy. So if, you're, if your bed is <clears> in a corner or next to an outlet, you're basically golden. Yeah. And of course, people bring like extension cords. Yes. So your, your Power phone, strips, extension cords. Yeah. It might be um, a fire hazard, but... We won't talk about we that. We won't talk about that. <laughs> you know, we'll keep that to ourselves, a little secret. Um, yeah. Don't tell OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, obviously, you had to be, you know, prepared to... Obviously, you might not have your phone all the time, your Apple Watch, whatever you... Um, yeah, but your you. phones will get charged. Yes, you will be able to yeah. have time for that. No, not You, you could ask someone and be like, hey, can I charge my phone? And like, yeah, man, don't worry. Yeah. You know, charge don't, it during block. Don't help each other out. And if they're not helping each other out, then then there's a there's a problem with the drum corps because we help each other out. Exactly, 100%. So, um, a really big thing is when you're at your your housing site for, for spring training, slash all days, slash movements, mm-hmm. whatever you call it, um, you're going to be staying at the same location for a an extended period of time. Probably the longest time in one location is going to be spent. It's So for spring training and finals week, you're going to be staying at one place for the longest time. Yes. Which is going to be like two weeks. Um, I know for finals week, we stayed there for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And then for spring training, we stayed in one place for, like, two weeks. And then we moved to another place for, like, the remaining, like, one and a half weeks or something like okay. that. But you're going to be staying in one place for a while. Mm-hmm. So one thing is important to do is to familiarize yourself with your surroundings. So know where your fields are. Know where the food truck is going to be every morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know where the bathrooms are. Okay. Know where, if it's not a field, where, where are people going to be rehearsing? Yeah. So... Because this is basically going to be your home for a while. So familiarizing yourself so that you can be as efficient as possible at this location is going to be paramount. Mm. Absolutely. Because I think that, especially when it comes down to like finding like resources and trying to find, like obviously you want to know the lay of the land and familiarize yourself with everyone and everything. But sometimes you might need this little area, you know, maybe it's um, maybe it's locked maybe it's not that you kind of just need to get into obviously ask staff because some um depending on like the the school or wherever your location is you might they might have um you might not have access to a certain amount of yeah one of the most important things um, to know about housing sites this isn't just for spring training this is for every single single housing housing site. site Do not go places you're not supposed to be. Yes. Don't go exploring the school. I know I know people do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they do it. It's stupid. Don't do it. 
Don't go places you're not supposed to be. You are a guest of the school. Yes. And if you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, and a school administrator walks by and sees you, mm -hmm. you could get the entire drum corps kicked out of a housing site. Yes. Um, it's never happened to me personally because drum corps yeah. kids generally are smart kids, mm -hmm. and they know, hey, maybe I shouldn't go where I'm not supposed yes. to be. So um, maybe I'll tell you all about the time we got kicked out of a housing site. Oh, <laughs> that, but it wasn't that's for, a story for another day. That's I, a story I, for another day, but it, it's not for the reason you think, but, um, yeah, but yeah, so just, just try, try staying within your boundaries yeah. that you're able to like, know, know your availability that, um, you're able to access. And if you, if someone says don't go there hundred yeah. percent, do not go there. Yeah, sometimes they'll put up a boundary, like they'll put up some tables, mm -hmm. or they'll put up some like some tape, like mm -hmm. caution tape. Yeah, just don't go past that boundary. Okay, you're mm -hmm. you're you have your space. It's plenty of room to do whatever you need. Yes, there is going to be places that you can just go to decompress, like outside, <clears throat> or maybe in the bathroom yeah. to decompress. There there are places where you can go to be by yourself, but just don't go past the boundaries of where you're exactly. not supposed to be. I think this is like a general rule of thumb. You are. F, like the face of that drum corps now. Yes. Like you are now a, repre a representation of the entire organization. No matter who, like no matter how small your role is. Yeah. Or no matter how big it is, you are the face of it. So if someone sees you mess up, or even like say something wrong, like you will, like the whole core will get flack for it. No matter who you are. No matter what. No matter anything. Because if you de devalue the, you know, the whole yeah. drum corps. You will possibly not have a good time after that. You might get yeah. kicked out so, like, um, or if, some if you, other. Um, so yeah, if, if you're in the food line, school. watch your mouth. If there mm -hmm. are volunteers, if there are school administrators, watch your mouth. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying cussing is banned on tour. Yes. I mean, we all do on. it. Drum Corps kids speak two languages, English and cuss words. Yes. So <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just saying it like it is. But when you're in the face, when you're in the view of the public or school administrators... Watch your mouth, mind your manners, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Mm -hmm. um, just just represent your drum corps well. Exactly. And Because, especially during the season, or like during off-season or during camps, if you're wearing core merch or you're rolling mm -hmm. in the drum corps, you're the face of that drum corps, and whatever you say reflects on the drum corps. And if, if you're representing a drum corps poorly at a school mm -hmm. administrator, remember... Schools have discretion on whether or not they want to lend out their facilities to you. Okay, you don't. It doesn't matter who you march with. You, you're you're supposed to follow the rules of the school. Um, I mean, obviously, dress code is one thing, but <coughs> wear shirts inside. Obviously, yeah. if you have your shirt off, not in the sleeping area, you're just walking around without a shirt on. Yeah. That's not representing the drum corps in a professional manner. Mm -hmm. If you're just going around cussing and saying bad words and stuff around school administrators you're not representing your drum corps well and they might decide you know this drum corps and its members they don't respect our housing site they don't respect our school so we're just not going to house them next year mm -hmm. we're going to house someone else or we're just going to not house drum corps kids altogether. yeah um and this this just doesn't go for like your actions this goes for like picking up after yourself mm -hmm. don't leave trash everywhere yeah um don't scrape the the gym floor with your freaking rolly suitcases oh yes um, so just <clears throat> treat your housing site and the staff of that housing site with the utmost respect um because you're a guest there yes and you're not entitled to that housing site they volunteered to give it to you mm -hmm. more often than not whenever you like know that 
or you know when someone knows that administration or like someone important you know is there more often than not you're going to hear the phrase family show yes absolutely because when it comes to you know that that you know those words put together it automatically means there is absolutely no profanity there is nothing that you that um you say outside of like yes ma'am no ma'am obviously you know you answer questions whenever you're spoken to but just try to be as respectful as possible whenever you hear the words family show yeah absolutely i've heard family show i've heard it in high school Mm -hmm. um because i came back talking like a drum corps kid yeah my rookie season and then my one of my high school texts said hey family show and it's just one of those things where it's like if you hear someone say family show or hey the principal's here yeah or hey the academic dean is here or a superintendent is here. That's when you know, okay, I'm going to stop acting like a drum corps yes. kid and start acting like a drum corps professional. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, you, I'm not saying don't have fun in drum corps because obviously you're going to say stuff. Obviously you're going to have fun. You're going to do stupid stuff in the shower. But <laughs> clean up after yourself, be respectful, and, and yeah, because it's not yours. Yes. You're not entitled to anything there. You're using someone else's field. You're using someone else's gym. You're using someone else's showers. So act like it's someone else's stuff. Uh, yeah, 100%. I, I fully agree with that. But, you know, after, you know, that whole tire, like, obviously we pretty much threw a lot at you because, like, yeah. that is really important. It's super important. Like, you have to be, be super respectful about where you're staying at and who you're, you know, around. Like, obviously, you know, whenever it's just a drum corps kid, you could do whatever... I don't want to say do whatever you want, but do what is within your um, boundaries and you can cuss in front of them, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And just have fun. You know, obviously you're still kids at the end of the day, but you yeah, have to be, have fun, yeah, but... but at the end of the day, you are known, you are now a professional, you know, part of this organization. Like you have to be, I'm respectful. You have to be able to give a good attitude, um, whenever it's needed. Yeah. And what, and if you listen to my auditions, if you, or my our auditions mm-hmm. um, a podcast, I mentioned that getting a contract does not guarantee you a spot. Yes. So that can be taken away from you at any time. So if you get in enough trouble, if you're causing too much of a staff, if you're becoming a distraction um, from the staff, and staff is keep and you're just you're just wholly disrespectful, you can just get kicked out of the drum corps. They'll say, "Hey, we're driving you to the airport, and you're out of here." Yeah. So. It's 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 hard to get kicked out of drum corps. I mean, you can get get kicked out for financial reasons, for <coughs> injury reasons. Yeah. But getting kicked out of drum corps for a behavior reason, I've never seen happen. Yes. But I know it has happened, mm-hmm. and I know it can happen to you if you if you keep pushing them. So just mm-hmm. be respectful. Just keep a low profile. Um, have fun, and yeah, don't get kicked out of drum corps. Yes. Don't be that you've kid. You've spent thousands of dollars. You worked so hard to get contracted. You worked so hard to make it to spring training. Only to get kicked out because you did something really stupid. Yes, 100%. And when, it, you know, kind of like moving from there, like obviously we had now have to talk about probably one of the, I wouldn't say the absolute best part about drum corps, but pretty much your whole schedule for the remainder of um, the off season, yeah, all so, days, move-ins, so what have you. The day-to-day basically is what we're going to be yes. talking about now. So um, you want to talk about what, a day of spring training is like during drum corps? I would say, like, the average day of spring training is wake up at 7 a.m., 
or however, uh, however, because some some courses do it earlier or later. I think at the academy we woke up at like eight, really, or oh, seven thirty, wow. yeah. <clears throat> and um, wake up, do stre- um, do some kind of stretch. Um, it's not you know the leadership might be you know just your simple drum majors or they might I'm not I'm don't use I don't use simple lightly, but um, might be your drum majors or you know some kind of leadership you know horn sergeant or for wake physical, up. Yeah, um, for you know, oh, for, for wake up for or it could be um, a staff stretching. member. Yeah, staff member, um, physical trainer, of course. Then you go for physical training. You do either do run, you do a lot of um, upper body, lower body exercises. Yeah. And the important thing with this is that this varies by drum corps. Exactly. Some some drum corps they do PT first and then eat, and some mm-hmm. drum corps they, they eat, eat first, first and then do PT during vis block. Yeah. Some or they'll have a PT block and then fit. So, so it'll vary mm-hmm. depending on who you march with, but generally you're gonna do PT every day during uh, spring training. Yes. Almost a basic training mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> during spring training. Um, same thing. Basically, yeah, it feels the same. Much. Pretty much like after that, you um, you know have breakfast, be able to have some kind of meal. Obviously, there's cereal, you know, whatever they feed you. I'm not gonna get too much into that. Um, going into um, you know after the block, it could be you know visual. Majority usually, for brass, it would be visual. Yeah, it's usually know, visual first. Yes, visual, and you know pretty much you do the whole visual block. You get ready for lunch. After lunch, you do music. Then after music, um, go for dinner. After dinner, it's pretty much like you do like a little bit of a warm up before you do um, a full ensemble. You know, everyone's there. Everyone gets ready for yes. like to rehearse with everyone else um, and just put everything together. What you have done for that day, um, and after that, you have snack. Um, then hit, hit the showers and shower. Go back to bed. Go to bed. Wake up. Do it again. And so, and that's absolutely right, Jared. Yeah. That, that's very accurate. Um, everywhere I've marched, it's yeah. basically that schedule. Mm-hmm. It's you wake up, you eat, do PT, or PT, then eat. Yes. Whichever order the drum corps wants. You go to visual, then lunch, then music, or whatever Color Guard does. It's, mm-hmm. For them, it's visual. All day. All the, day, <laughs> all the time. Um, for drums, it's it's visual music. Yeah. Um, and then dinner, then full ensemble, then snack shower sleep please shower oh my god yes please we have a, we have an episode about showering but um that's coming later just for now please shower <laughs> don't be that kid that doesn't shower and i think i talked about this in our audition episode mm-hmm. but um yeah please shower absolutely um but get, getting more into that i want to get more in depth on sort of what you're going to be doing for each of those blocks so breaking down the individual blocks so visual what what happens during visual block? Like, what's generally the first thing that happens when visual block starts? Whenever visual block starts, more often than not, you're gonna do your simple. You're gonna do your basics, basically. You know, eight to five. Yeah, we call that basic basics block. block. So. Um, you know, eight to five, you're gonna do some basic, um, like, you know, horn carriage. You're gonna try to look visually um, suitable for you know the core, and. Overall, they're kind, of, they're kind of like really detail it out. Obviously, you do that during um, auditions as well, but here they're yeah. really hammering it to you. Um, yeah, like exactly. The first few weeks is going to, you know, I'll say the first week is mainly we're going to hammer in these details. I'd so say that lasts the best. whole season. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, of course. You do basics <clears throat> block. 
rarely has I ever have they ever started a block saying, okay, we're going to skip basics and we're just going to go straight into drill. Yeah, of course. So every time, it could be two hours of basics, it could mm-hmm. be three hours, it could be the entire block and just yeah. we'll do drill another time, but we need to hammer in these basics. Yeah. Or it could be an hour of just visually warming up mm-hmm. and, you know, doing some things to make it better. So some things you could be doing during visual block, which, yeah. like Jeremy said, um, the eight to five, um, 16 to 5. 16 to 5. 6 to 5. Yeah. 4 to 5. Ooh, jazz, jazz, jazz running. running. Honestly, um, I, I kind of love jazz running. Jazz running is so much fun, but mm. it is so hard. Exactly. Did I mention um, off-season preparation? Yeah. <laughs> you thought your shin splints were bad mm-hmm. during regular marching. Have fun jazz running. Yes. Um, yeah. Take PT seriously. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but you can be doing some of that, some other exercises. So, if you're a drum corps kid... Your favorite exercise of all time is circle drill. Oh, I love... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Circle drill <laughs> is the most fun exercise. Right, Jeremy? I will say... Oh, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I do enjoy it. I will, I will be on... Okay. Oh, yeah, like, you, so, oh, yeah, like, obviously, whenever we say... You know, whenever we mention circle drill, some drum corps kids will already be like, oh, my God. Yeah, circle drill is a, is a trigger word for a lot of drum corps yes. kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because basically what it is is it teaches you how to maintain form control. Mm-hmm. So um, basically everyone in the horn line and drum line lines up, or they circle up into a mm-hmm. big old circle and you march backwards and forwards and backwards and side to side mm-hmm. and you do that at really slow tempos, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And then at normal tempos, like 120, 130, yeah. 140, it's like, okay, this isn't bad. Yeah. And then they're going to ramp it up and make you do it at 210 beats a minute. Yes. And that's where it gets super fun. Exactly. Um, and then they just don't make you stop. You'll do that for like half hour straight. Yes. And this isn't to scare you, but it's just to prepare your mind for yes. what you're going to do. Because like, obviously drum corps is a really phys- physically demanding activity. You're yes. not going to, not everything you do is, you know is going to be easy. They had to, you know, push your body, men, you know, mentally and physically to be able to do such demanding tasks and, you know, at whatever tempo. Because you have to be able to, yeah. you know, you're performing at, you know, either, you know, a 10 to 12, you know, minute show or, you know, however long your show is. And you're, con- and you're doing this every single day. You have to be able to condition yeah. your body and your mind to keep up with that. Yeah, if you stuff. ever watch a drum corps show... And you wonder, man, how do they get so clean? Or, mm-hmm. man, how do they make that look so effortless? I, you don't just wake up overnight and that happens. Exactly. Okay. Um, if you watch the first performance of a drum corps show and then watch that same exact show on finals night mm-hmm. or semis or whatever, yeah. it's a completely different show. Yes. It's way cleaner. It's way better. The mm-hmm. porn line is louder. They change a lot of things. Obviously, we we'll talk about that, that yeah, later, later. But, um, <coughs> but yeah. So that just doesn't happen overnight. There's circle drill that we got to do. There's um four to a hash. At Genesis, mm-hmm. we did this exercise called four and a hash, and it was a lot. Of, I'm not sure we did it at the academy, but I know for sure we did it at Genesis. Okay. Four to a hash, it, it's kind of like mini circle drill. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it's very hard, and we had to do it for a really long time. Gotcha. But it gets you so strong, and basically the goal of this basics block is not to break you down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of is, but at the end of the day, it's to build you up. Yes. It's to make you do an exercise that is unrealistically difficult. Mm-hmm. And I say unrealistically because you're not going to realistically do that exercise in this show. Yes. Um, it's to make the hardest exercise possible so that when you get to the show, it's easy. Yes. And it looks effortless. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you watch a drum corps show, when you're watching the Blue Stars or like Carolina Crown... 
or any other drum corps show and they're marching incredibly fast and they're playing oh did i mention you're also probably going to be playing during circle drill oh yes at one point we'll talk about that later talk about <coughs> brass on the move later mm -hmm. but um if you, if you ever if you ever wonder why it looks so effortless because we work so hard on exercises that are harder than the actual show yes. so that the show is easier. 100%. And I think that when it comes down to, like, obviously, if, you know, physical training and you have to, you know, prepare yourself for all these other demanding exercises, you know, ultimately, yes, it is going to help you throughout the show. But it also helps you maintain control over your, your body yeah. and, like, how you're breathing because you have to be able to... Um, you know, kind of cycle, um, your breathing, not like, you know, um, what is it? Recycling air, but more of like, you're talking about circular breathing, yeah, circular breathing, but you have to be able to, you know, keep your heart, heart rate really kind of, I wouldn't say extremely low, but pretty low to where you're yeah. still able to continue the exercise. Like obviously breathing is probably, you know, like we said, the most important thing in this activity. Exactly. Breathing is one of the only things that applies equally from music to that's the one thing that blends mm -hmm. visual and music yes breathing i would say because when you're doing visuals only and not even thinking about your horn you have to breathe in order to keep your heart rate down in order to have the endurance to go through the show yeah on a visual end for breathing obviously you need to breathe to play your instrument mm -hmm. and to make a good sound so in order to <sighs> keep your heart rate down so that you're not sounding frantic through your horn. You have to breathe. You have to breathe to keep your endurance. You have to breathe to make good sounds in your horn. Yeah. Breathing is the most important thing in drum corps. You can't change my mind about yes, that. Yes, exactly. So, I don't care about music. I don't care about visual. Breathing is the most important thing about drum yeah. corps. Um, and, and we're saying you're doing hard stuff. We're talking about breathing gym. We're talking about four to a hash. Mm -hmm. We're talking about all this stuff. You're not going to be murdered every single day during yes. during basics block some days it's going to be like oh we're just doing across the floors and yeah. we're working on our marching technique or we're working on backwards marching but some days they're gonna they're gonna push you and they're mm -hmm. gonna make you stronger and so that because the staff they're not they don't think you're robots yes. they know you're human and they know that the human body can only take so much abuse um i say abuse they're not abusing you they're yes. they're pushing you to make you stronger yes um and so they're not going to make you do circle drill every single day they're not going to make you do four to a hash every single day. They might make you do it a few times a week, mm -hmm. but they're going to give your bodies like, okay, I pushed them yesterday. Today, we're just going to do some dance across the floor, or we're going to do some like characters across the floor, yeah. or just some basic marching across the floor. So you're not going to constantly hate, you know, um, visual block yeah. or you know warm up block, but you know you have. They're going to give you some time to breathe. They're not going to constantly beat you up. Yeah, because ultimately. You're, you're taking care of your own body, and um, especially if you have a really good staff that mm -hmm. really understands what you're going through, they're going to take care of you. They're going to give you plenty of water breaks. They're going to give you some shade breaks. Um, thank you, Academy, for giving us shade breaks. Oh, my God. Those were needed. Um, I feel like... <laughs> spring training in Arizona was rough, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't even want to know how it was. Was it, was it worse? Is it worse than Texas, like, for sure, or... We, we had an easier than previous years because of the weather. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as hot as previous okay. years, but it was still, oh my God. Gotcha. It was, it was brutal. Because my, the, my, the housing site that I had in 2019, it was in Denver City. It's basically on, like, basically on the crust, the crust of the border. Like, it's closer to the border of New Mexico. Yeah. But we are literally in the middle of the desert, you know, on this turf field, 
So we do like that field, like yeah, we were turf, dying. turf fields are way harder <clears throat> than grass fields. Yeah, 100%. if you're if you're in drum corps, um, I mean, it sounds like oh cool, we get to rehearse on turf fields. No, 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 no. no. You don't understand because mm-hmm. there are visuals that are going to be on the ground. Yes, and you do not understand how hot plastic oh, gets. Oh my god. Okay, I, I I can't remember if this was in eighteen or nineteen, but we were at this field. Mm-hmm. There were a ton of turf turds. Turf turds yeah. are those little pellets. Um. That you can that you find shredded like, tire. Yeah, they're like shredded tire, the little <clears throat> rubber. Basically, it's to help football like spot where the ball landed and yeah. stuff. Um, but there were so many turf turds, and they were gold. Like they were, they were what? like they were like yellow, and there were a ton of them. Ew. So they got super hot, and we had we had this visual during our ballad where we laid on the ground. Uh. So a lot of people had their shirts on, yes. even though it was hot because it was. It was warmer. What's worse? It was cooler to have your shirt on and lay on the ground than it was to have your, your back exposed to the ground. Mm-hmm. I know I wore my shirt that rehearsal. That was a brutal Dude, housing site. Dude, that so, sucks. Yeah, if you, when you march drum corps, you want, a, you want a, a good grass field that doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of bumps, that's pretty smooth, that the grass is really low. Um, obviously, technique grass. We call really high grass technique grass okay. because... <laughs> trying to march that with good technique is really hard because your mm-hmm. foot gets caught in the grass. Yeah. And mm. it makes your technique really, really good. Um, so that's why we call it technique grass. Yeah. But you want a a low grass with no hills. You don't want turf. Obviously, if it's like an inside turf field, it's fine. Oh I know we're God. getting off this, this tangent, yes. but I'm sorry. Turf field sucks when, you're, when it's really hot. Mm-hmm. When it's cool, when it's a cool oh, day, it, there's nothing better to march on. But when it's hot, you want a grass field. Yes, I yeah, I, I agree with that. But um, obviously, that's like we we discussed a lot about the grind, like how much you have to do, like during visual block. This is just visual block. Yeah, by we the haven't way. even got to music. Yeah. Um, but music block, obviously, you do like you do a lot of breathing exercises. Yeah. You know, breathing. I would, gym. I would say the structure of music block is similar to the structure of visual block. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like you're starting with basics, yeah. and then you're moving on to to uh, the show and stuff mm-hmm. um you know you're gonna start um with so music block you're gonna be doing this thing called um called tracking yes or um breathing block so we do breathing gym in in drum corps um which is awesome i used to hate breathing gym and there are some things really? in breathing gym i do hate um <coughs> i, I, I just kind of love it yeah i know but but breathing gym really helps because mm-hmm. i like i said breathing is the most important thing in drum yeah. corps um so you'll have your breathing tubes, which is like a PC, PVC pipe. Yes. Um, and then we we do this thing called um, what do we call it? It's either tracking or run block. I um I I mainly heard it uh, tracking. No, because because tracking is when you're you're playing your horn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was really stupid. Yeah, that that, that really <laughs> that sounds stupid when I say it. Out it loud. I mean, <laughs> it, okay, but like, so like you, people that march know what we mean. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, I think it's mainly just like um, yeah, I'm talking about like when you run. Yeah, and with with, with, with a tube in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to trying to remember what it was called. Um, I think we just called it like breathing block. Breathing, yeah, mainly just breathing block. Anyways, like, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Going off on this tangent. Yeah. Anyways, because breathing block is more of a. You're gonna have one of your someone on your staff, pretty much like hit a Glock, yep. and like give you whatever tempo, and you have to be able to keep with the beat, 
you know, move move your you know left, right, left, right. Well, we're talking about breathing gym. Right I know, now. I know, I know. But like, but like, yeah. like in during that um, that portion, like, but you have to be able to breathe in for you know four counts, out for four counts. But they're gonna change the count number, so it could be like breathe in for two, out for two. Um, you know, breathe in for four, out for two, or whatever, what have you. They'll give you a different amount of um, time to, you know, breathe in and out. But it's supposed to help you, like, whenever you're doing the show, help you control your air, help, help you control your um, heart rate to consistently be able to, um, you know, sustain notes or sustain... Um, what is it like your air during like a like a yeah. jazz feature or you know yeah. whatever and sometimes sometimes <clears throat> what they'll do is they'll combine pt with breathing gym yeah so they'll make you run and go touch a tree mm-hmm. sprint to a tree then run back do jumping jacks mm-hmm. and then breathe and slow your heart rate down yes or do mountain climbers and like do jumping jacks and run because usually they'll say go run and touch the fence and come <laughs> back and then do jumping jacks until everyone gets there and then in two three yeah. four and it's just in- it's so hard, but mm-hmm. it's an incredibly good exercise yes. to get your heart rate down. So, if you want to put that in your PT regimen during the off season, yes. you can. So, get your breathing tube. You're going to look stupid, obviously, because yes. you're the only one with a PVC <coughs> pipe in your mouth. <laughs> but, but go do a sprint, then run back, and then get your heart rate down. That would That's going to be incredible training yes. for you. You know, and like going after, like, you know, after that, you'll get into your music. Um, you'll be mainly like, so I'm not sure if, you know, I'm sure that other chords do this, but you'll be mainly working on your vocals, like how, like the tone of like hearing the, like trying to hear the pitch and then be able to just, you know, sing like, it like drone work. And yeah. Stuff. Drone work. Yeah. So you'll be able to like, you know, someone will be like, Hey, here's a, here's a C, you know, duh. I probably didn't play a C, but, um, maybe, you know, see, you know, just give me a good solid duh. Then you, you know, you sing it. Uh, mouth wide open. You cannot have a small, yeah, like mouth. Well, I mean, you, you can, but you had to have um, your um, your mouth be open for more more vocal range. Um, but it's more of a like more for you to be able to hear a note and be able to just play it. You can't just like kind of obviously crack quote unquote crack it. Um, but you had to be able to just play a note just consistently. You know, they'll give you some something new, like a different note, or yeah. they'll go up a scale, down a scale, however, you know, wherever they give you, and just be able to hear yourself and hear the others to be able to be in tune, you know, with your vocals. Yeah, and, and that's that's all, like, like basic stuff, and they're going to work on mm-hmm. in, in basics blocks. So when you get to music, there's quite a few things you can do with music. You can do full horn line or full drum line. Yeah. Or... Color guard is just visual all the time. I'm so sorry. I, do, I wish we knew what y'all did. I we need. I I know what they do. I just don't know how they do it. I'll. I'll does call that make someone. sense? Yeah. Like, they. So color guard, they'll do like full color guard, and then they'll break mm. up and they'll learn like different different work. Yeah. And they'll like isolate weapons and stuff, and mm. they'll learn that, and they'll come together and put it together. They, that's basically what color guard does. Gotcha. I just don't know anything about being in color guard, so. <laughs> <laughs> but for for music for brass and percussion there's a lot of stuff you can you could do in a, in a music block so mm. what you so obviously you can do a, a full sectional so you can do full horn line full drum line um full pit um and you'll just work on usually you warm up as a full section um and then you might work on the show you might work on some other stuff um or you could do and this is probably i would say the most common thing you do in drum corps 
what we call subsectionals. Mm -hmm. So these are isolating individual sections. So um, all of the trumpets go and work on the trumpet part. Yeah. All mellophones, all basically all sections go by themselves mm -hmm. with their section text and work alone. And I'd say that's probably the most common thing yes. you do in Visual mm -hmm. Block because um, you need to get your section parts super clean. And this is a great way to isolate your section parts and clean them individually as much as possible. Yes. And then even within subsectionals, you could go and do individual parts. So like, hey, lead baritones come with me. Um, mm -hmm. Seconds go with them. Um, thirds go with them. Mm -hmm. And just work on this part. Um, and then you'd come back together in your subsectionals and put it all together. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with that. Um, you can also do tracking. We briefly mentioned what, yes. what tracking is. Tracking is when you get, it, it could be the whole horn line. Or just a section. Or, or just a section, yeah. And then you march together um, in a block while playing your 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 part. Mm -hmm. So they say, okay, we're playing A to B in the music. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to march forward. You're going to march your drill move in a block and then turn around and do it again. And this is just another way to build endurance, uh, practice marching it um, without actually being on the field. Yeah. Um, I know drum lines track all the time. Yes, they do. Because they are the timekeepers of the band, essentially. Yeah. Band. The band. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, He's I'm cut. Still, I'm He's still cut. In, I'm still in high school tech mode. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> band. They're, they're the timekeepers of the drum corps, so... I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they have to keep time. Um, they have to keep their hands in line with their feet. Um... So drumline tracks a lot. So if you're going into drumline, be ready to track all yes. the time. Um, Hornline mm -hmm. doesn't track as much, but we still track a lot. Yes, and um, I kind of, I kind of hate that we didn't mention this earlier. But for um, for an ensemble, like what you're, I know, <laughs> I know we're getting like almost an hour into this, but you will almost always just be working on music. Yeah, you know, you'll be inside, you'll be outside sometimes, but either way, you'll always be hammering yeah. down that music. You now know? you're gonna do if you're in front ensemble you're going to be doing pt with the rest of the yes drum of course. course um but yeah you're basically in music block the entire mm -hmm. season so i hope you enjoy music yeah <laughs> if you love playing pit mm -hmm. if you love playing marimba or vibes or whatever mm -hmm. you're going to learn to love it because you're going to be doing it all day yes day. Mm -hmm. so um, don't get sick of it <laughs> yeah please don't get sick of it but anyways um so yeah you could be tracking mm -hmm. you could be doing subsectionals you could be doing uh, full brass or you could be doing this absolute fun thing called Brass on the Move. Ooh. So, yeah. Brass on the Move is another trigger word because it's basically, um, I would say it's like band rehearsal. Yes. In, in high school or college. Um, so you're you're marching your drill and playing your instrument. Mm -hmm. But you do it so so much because what they what, what drum corps like to do is they like to take the worst part of the show that we do right now mm -hmm. and just isolate that and work on it yes. so that it's not the worst part of the yeah. show anymore, so that another part is the worst part of the show mm -hmm. and then we go isolate that part mm -hmm. and then oh that part is slipping up let's go back mm -hmm. and isolate that part mm -hmm. so yeah it's basically only the horn line on the field and you're marching and playing yes and the reason why it's a trigger word is because it is so hard because yeah. you're you're you have to be excellent visually you have to do all the stuff you learned mm -hmm. in visual and then all the stuff you learn in brass and put them together and a lot of times putting those two together is really hard and you're repping mm. it a ton and yeah brass on the move it's really really fun yeah. but it's also probably i would say the hardest part about drum corps. probably because they also like obviously you can put marching and playing you like sometimes they'll isolate like hey just march it but um sometimes they don't yeah i'm not no, they'll say official. they'll usually go like um um march it and count it. Yeah. And then march it with um, putting air through your heart. Yes. So air. March it on oh air. My God. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
God. That that's also like all. I think just like ex- expelling air through the horn. That is. That w- a I would lot. say that. Yeah, that is probably. Hard. I would that's say hard. brass on the move, mm-hmm. brass on air. Yes. Is the hardest part of a drum corps. Just in general, that's the hardest thing you're gonna do with yes. drum corps because. Just you're not playing your horn, you're just playing air through your horn, which mm-hmm. is like mentally it's like God, I wish I was playing. Yeah. But also it's physically like you're shoving a ton of air through this tube, mm-hmm. and it's just so hard, and you're you're marching incredibly difficult drills. So that's exactly. the hardest part about drum corps, I would say, brass on the move on air. Yes. So, but then you get to brass on the move, brass you're in, you're playing. Or sometimes it's like high brass in, low brass on air, low brass in, high brass on air. Yeah. Or I just want to hear the mellophones play, everyone else on air. Um, they they spice they mix it up they they isolate a lot of stuff but yeah mm. brass on the move is hard um, you can't change my mind <laughs> yes that, honestly and also I think I think everyone could agree like the Hasmarch drum corps that on brass on the move some most you know sometimes they'll have you put you know put down your horn hey go touch that fence go touch that tree come back play the closer oh yeah you know they do that as soon as you're done hey. Go touch the tree again. Come back. Do the closer. You know, it's just hammer it. Keep on pushing your heart rate, and make having you constantly being able to um, be able to have um, what is it? Keep your heart rate down and be consistent throughout the show. Obviously, did I mention train in the off season? (laughs) (laughs) If we haven't said that enough, but yes, like obviously, like we said before, brass on the move is the like the hardest for at least for horn line of course yeah um but then after music is over we go to dinner yay and then, yes that that dinner always hits it's, different. it does dinner always hits different especially after brass a really hard brass mm-hmm. on the move that dinner hits different that yes. you will never eat a better tasting peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah, oh, yeah. in your life than after a tough brass on the move gatorade Food does not taste the same during drum corps. Yes, it's I don't know what it is. Food tastes different when you're in, mm-hmm. when you're marching drum corps. And it's I know it's the placebo effect. Yeah, but, but whatever. And then you go to ensemble. Now, what ensemble is, is it's what your entire day is working towards, because you've been working so hard in visual block, and you've been working so hard in music block, color guard. You've been putting work together. Drumline, you're getting your licks down. Um, you're getting your feet better in time. You're working on visuals and stuff. Pit, you're getting the music clean. As um, always. <laughs> as always. Um, and now it's time for full ensemble where you get to put it all together. So how full ensemble works? Actually, Jeremy, do you want to talk about how full ensemble okay. works? Um, really, you know, you get everyone together. Obviously, you're going to be on the field, you know, for ensemble, for ensemble. Wherever your set is, go to that set. Because they're just going to call it out. The drum major will just tell you, hey, set, you know, 25. And, you know, from there to, you know, the end of, you know, the opener, you know. So after that, they'll pretty much just like kind of like isolate. I want to say isolate parts, but they'll have everyone either like, you know, count for a while, you know, for a few sets, for a few reps, and then come back, do it on the air in percussion. Hey, um, percussion play. They'll have that happen. Brass, um, you play percussion out. Then pretty much just bring it all together for everyone playing everyone's in then you do you know that many reps and that's kind of like how it goes I, I, honestly i think to i think just me personally ensemble is probably like the most chillest yeah. part of the day obviously it's like you know it's late you're having you say dinner 
you're kind of fat chilling, but yeah, you're tired. You're tired. You just yes. Busted your butt all day. Yes. And like, they're not con like, obviously whoever is on, on top of the scaffolding or you know, on top of the stadium the on the box, they're, they're not going to constantly like look at you. Obviously techs will come up to you like, Hey, maybe you can work on this yeah. trumpets. Make sure you don't, you know, do this little thing. Anyways, you will have people still constantly help you, but it won't just be from the box. Yeah. They'll isolate parts for, um, you know, um, drums, isolate parts for a front ensemble, um, even just color guard um, in certain cases. I know that they have um, some parts that they are constantly just like, you know, I won't say standing still, but they're in a certain position and they're doing something more visually demanding than the rest of the core. So ultimately... Um, you're just con constantly repping parts of the show into like just building it up for the remain for the rest of the court. And then at the end like of the day, I think almost all, like every single core has done this for, you know, let me know if I'm wrong, mm. but you will have like the last, you know, like a whole run through the show. You know, if obviously you don't, if you don't have it done played to where, you know, um, to the, you know, to as much as you know, yeah. but you will almost always have, a full run through at the very end of the day where everyone's playing, yeah. everyone's going all out. I think that's the same everywhere. Yeah. Um, everywhere I've gone is a full run through. Yes. Or if you don't know the entire show yet, if it's early in spring training, it's just, oh, rep the entire opener. Yeah. Or first two movements, first three movements. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the last thing you do during a rehearsal day, well, I should say the second to last thing you do if you're in brass. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do the full run through. Um, do everything we know, put everything together, and then. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, you, you absolutely, you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's going to be isolating parts in the beginning. So it's going to be, um, pit plays, drumline plays, everyone mm -hmm. else on air, mm -hmm. um, low, or high brass in everyone else on air or, and then it's just going to be play the chunk. So, um, how a drum corps works is we work in chunks. And if you ever got a drum corps piece of music, you know, <coughs> there are certain sections that are, are lettered. So there's going to be like section A to section mm -hmm. B section B to section C, and so on. Um, so they're going to call it, and everyone has these rehearsal markings. So they're going to say, hey, drum corps, we're repping A to B, um, brass on air. And then you're going to rep that. And then they're going to they're gonna say, check, stand by, whatever, whatever um, callings they say mm -hmm. in your drum corps. And then the box is going to give comments. Did you mention what the box was? I didn't, if you want to go um, into depth so, with that. So the box is basically where all the staff is located, and it's usually high up in mm. the press box. That's why they're called the box. Mm. But they could be on top of scaffolding. They mm. could be at the top of the, in the press box. And that's basically where all the caption heads go, yes. and they make comments. So mm. once you do a rep, on the brass caption head's going to say, um, hey, trumpets, we need to make sure we're crescendoing the same amount. Um, low brass, I can't I can't really hear third baritone. Mm -hmm. um, third baritone needs to come out more. Um Hey, I'm hearing some feet in the sound in the in, in the contras. Make sure, and they just address comments from the box, and then the percussion section, the percussion caption head goes, um, "Hey, vibes, we need to make sure those eighth notes are in time." Or, "Hey, snares, um, I need we need to make sure you're playing paradiddles, whatever." And the color guard will get it. Color guards make comments. Hey, make sure your drop spin is in time. Um, yeah, uh, I, I saw flam visually there, and then um, they'll, you'll they'll say reset. Drum major says reset. You do it all over again. Um, and it's just that over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's, it's more of like you're working the gears. You have to oil oil them out, yep. um, grease them out. But it you're, you're learned, obviously, like, at the end of the day, you have to learn to love it. Like, it's drum corps. It is something that you're working towards. 
and you're working everyone's working for a common goal everyone wants to be there you know if you, they don't then i don't know why they're there exactly but um ultimately you're there to try obviously no one is ever going to be 100 percent perfect you're there to be the absolute best that you're able to be at the end of the day so just like really try and take care of yourself um because like it's it's a grind everything every yeah. single day is a battle everything is a grind you just gotta take it one rep at a time yeah you just you just have to just like okay this rep i'm gonna do this okay i didn't do that quite i didn't hit my mm. dot or i hit my dot but i had to adjust my step size let's make sure i'm taking equal size step size mm-hmm. or ah, i cracked this note how do i play this perfectly while marching perfectly um it's just just take it one rep at a time listen to what your texts are saying and you, you should be getting through these rehearsals, and, and I know it's hard. You're going to be hitting walls. You're going to be, you know, it, it's going to be tough, and we actually have episodes talking about hitting your wall, yes. talking about um, just how to how to get through rehearsals. I don't think we have much more time to, to talk about this. This is already a really long episode. Yes, um, um, I think we could um, kind of, like, transfer into a part two, like, you know, obviously. But um, I think kind of, like, touching on the, the idea of a wall, it... It's more of like you think, like obviously you have things going on back at home. Some stuff could be happening at the drum corps. It's something that you're just not able to push through. You want to like the wall is something that you think, um, you know, psychologically is like I cannot just break this barrier. I need to get out of this little, um, you know, I need to push myself as much as I can. But there's something blocking my mental block, but. And then, you know, obviously you have, you know, constant friends and family around you. You have staff that if you just, you know, you could talk to that, they will help you. You know, they will try and get you through wherever you need to get through and kind of just get through that block. Like, what's your, what's kind of your idea of a block, of a, of a wall? Of a wall. Well, um, in the words of my, of a brass caption head who I will not name, um, walls don't exist. Ooh, <laughs> really? I mean... It's not something I wholly agree with, but that's what I was told. Okay. Um, but the the thing about a wall is that it's just mental. Yes. It's just a mental thing. There's something in your head that's like saying that I can't do this, that I want to go home, that, oh, I want to see my girlfriend, boyfriend, oh, I want to see my family. But it's just mental, and it's just that you have to push through. You have to just take it one rep at a time, like, okay, I'm doing this. Oh, Oh, I got this many days left till finals day, hmm. and then I'm home. Or, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna push, push through. And then that that's really all you gotta do. Um, yeah, wall, walls are really tough. Um, I've dealt with a lot of walls. I've wanted to go home a lot in my drum corps career. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that day three or day four is probably the hardest day of drum corps. Yes, like physically and mentally because <coughs> it's like you're used to camps at that point you're mm-hmm. used to going to saturday at camp and that being the hardest day and then sunday's chill and then you go home well during spring training oops excuse me during spring training you don't you don't get to go home <laughs> i mean you can if you just want to quit but yeah. don't quit obviously you're already there um but it's like oh my body's not used to doing this for this extended period of time so like around day three or day four you're probably going to hit a wall and you're probably going to think you can't do this, but, you know, you can do it. it it's going to be hard, but you're going to push through it. You're you're going to get stronger. It's not going to get easier. You're just going to get stronger. And it's going to happen, you know, faster than you think it is. And you're going to look back and you're going to think, wow, I just, I just went through a season of drum corps. 
Yeah, I mean, because ultimately, whenever you like get down to it, like obviously you're gonna have times where you just can't hit um, this this certain part of the show correctly, and you're just like, "What? Why can't I not get it right?" There's just certain things that you just wish you like everyone else is kind of excelling in, where you're kind of just in this um, little funk. Like, I can't articulate this correctly. I can't, you know, play this lick um, as perfectly as I can. You know, not, not as great as everyone else. And I'm kind of being quote unquote the tick. Um, yeah. in the core and you know obviously that's something you just have to constantly work on you know take time you know in your sleeping sleep area and um during breaks to kind of like look at your music you want to constantly work at it but obviously whenever you have breaks take breaks like ob- yes. like spend some time don't spend all of it yeah even though drum corps your entire life for the summer take moments take opportunities to just not even think about drum corps like mm-hmm. during a water break don't think about drum corps. Mm-hmm. When you're not touching your horn, when when the staff says, okay, you got five minutes for water, just grab your jug, sit down, face away from the field, don't even look at the field, just drink water and just decompress. Like, meditate, close your eyes, um, decompress. Even but And, like, if it's a gush and go, just think about, like, okay, I'm going to run to my water. I'm just going to drink water for a little bit. I'm just going to calm my brain down, and then I'm going to run back. Then I'm going to go to low, go to standby, and just... Clear my brain. Yes. Um, and w- when you're at lunch, I mean, yeah, you can talk about drum corps, you can talk about the show and stuff, but take take a few minutes to maybe go to the sleeping area, take like a five-minute nap, um, just lay down, don't think about drum corps, okay? Because, I mean, you're going to be thinking about drum corps a lot. You're going to be thinking yeah. about your show a lot. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're thinking about your show. You're thinking about your, your marching, your notes, everything, every little detail. You're going to have your show n- so ingrained in your mind that 50 years down the road you're still gonna remember your drum course yes so well maybe maybe not i still remember my first my 2017 season show i still remember it. Oh, i do too i mean you're not gonna remember the fine details yes obviously, but you can but remember like the you're overall... gonna remember your entire show yes you can probably you're if you ask someone who marched drum corps like 12 years ago they could probably still whistle their entire show to you. oh yes so um you're gonna be that's going to be your entire life that one show so take opportunities to not even think about it don't mm-hmm. even look at your show don't even think about it just take breaks as a break from drum corps exactly but then again you know when it's time to work it's time to work 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i think you know kind of like branching off from that i think whenever it comes to breaks and like having some downtime like you have to be able to kind of like reset your reset your mental state you know re- yeah. your body a little bit and obviously you're just pounding, you know, the show every single day. Your body's going to end up kind of breaking down a little bit. Yeah. So right now we're going to talk about, like, some injury, you know, like... Well, hold on. Before, before we get are... to injury, uh, one more thing on this. Um, drum corps is a team sport. Yes. Drum corps is a team activity. And you have teammates around you. You have friends around you that are going through the exact same thing you're going through. So if you're if you're hitting a wall, if you're hitting a mental block, please tell someone. Talk to people. Because I guarantee you... Um, if they if they haven't hit a wall yet, they've hit one. They're gonna hit one, or they've hit walls before, and they can talk you through it. And they can say, "Hey, man, you know this is what I did to get through it. I listened to some music, or I I brought a journal and I started writing in it." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, talk to people about it. Talk to your section leader. Talk to um, your horn sergeant. Talk to your drum captain. Talk to someone on leadership. Talk mm-hmm. to, or talk to your seat partner. Yeah. Talk to your buddy. Like, hey, man, you know I'm kind of. I kind of want to go home, man. Um, he's like, man, and just hype each other up, build each other up. Um, don't don't keep your problems isolated. Um, 
or don't keep all your problems yes. isolated. Um, talk to people, communicate. Just to remind y'all, there are like an like another like 150 kids still in in your shoes right now. You're not the only one going through yeah. this. Like people, the, someone across the sleeping area could be like thinking the exact same thing, and you might not even know it. Yeah. Like they're having you know thoughts about quitting. They're having thoughts about like why am I still here? I spent all this money. You know, and just for what? You know, me just to have my body beat up every single, you know, like that just happens. And like even like you have, you're going to have some people like miss home, you know, they they feel homesick this as long as they have ever been away from their families. Yeah. Like, you know, it's obviously for them, it's something completely new. But for vets, like, well, <laughs> yeah. you got to do it again. But you have to be able to like, talk to people and, you know, be commu- um, communicate with others. Even, like, if you're not going through it at the time and you see someone going through it, talk to them. Like, you yeah. have to be able to communicate because you are, you know, at that point, seen as family. Like, you're showering together. You're going through every single day together. And you have to be able to um, discuss, you know, stuff outside of drum corps. You know, if you, if you discuss everything about drum corps, you're just a teammate. Like, you have to be able to see them as a good friend, you know, a family member. Yeah, of course. And, like, just be able to communicate your your um, feelings and emotions to someone. So it's just about, you know, making others um, become, like, a part of your family. Obviously, at the end of the season, you're going to, like, absolutely love them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And we might have an episode talking about, like, really... Well, actually, we do have an episode talking yeah. about relationships on tour and stuff. Um not just like boyfriend girlfriend yeah. relationships, but like relationships with like family, yeah, friends, family, friends within the drum corps. Yes. And stuff. We'll we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But um, now I was gonna say something, but I completely forgot what I was gonna say. So let's move on to talking about right. injuries. Injuries. <laughs> talking more in depth about injuries. Um. All right. So again, we we mentioned this over and over in this episode, but um, yeah, take your physical training in the off season seriously because you don't want to be the person who gets shin splints and goes home. Or yeah, you don't want to be the person that sprains an ankle because you're pushing yourself too hard, and and goes home. So mm-hmm. take your take your personal tra- training seriously. Um, whatever you need to do, if you need to get a higher personal trainer, if you have a friend who's fit, who you want to go to the gym with, um, just run every day. If mm-hmm. you need to do that, do push-ups by yourself. Just take your physical training seriously. Um, yes. But if you are hurt, if you do get shin splints, if you do um, twist your ankle. It is okay to take reps off. Yes. Um, I put it in all caps in my notes because it is so important. Take reps off. Mm-hmm. Do not over push your body. Because and think think of it logically, okay? And and I think if you're a staff member and you're like pushing your, your people and that you know are injured, I think that that's not okay. Um, yeah. You need if if you're hurt, then take reps off. Cause mm. cause here's how here's how it works logically. Would you rather A, take a couple reps off, miss a couple reps, but and allow your body to heal and you know, you can get back in there in a couple reps, or would you rather push your injury to an extent where you need to go to the hospital and get sent home? Mm-hmm. What what would you rather do? I personally, I would rather <laughs> take the couple reps off, yeah, of and course, finish out the season rather than go to the hospital and go home. Mm-hmm. So, please take reps off if you are hurt if you are hurt yes don't be one of those people who fakes an injury or is only barely hurt and doesn't even try to to, to push through it so being sore is not the same as being hurt yes okay let me make that clear for the people in the back being sore is not 
same thing as being hurt. Yes, but everyone gets sore on drum corps. Mm -hmm. Everyone's calves hurt. Mm -hmm. Everyone's, well, are sore. Everyone's thighs are sore. Everyone's backs, especially low brass people, are yeah. sore. But they're not sitting out. Okay, being sore does not mean you're hurt. Yes. it's It means you're tearing down your muscles to build them back up. Whenever it comes to, you know, actually having an injury, like, oh, I feel like, you know, I might, might have rolled my ankle, or, you know, I might have, you know, really sprained something, you know, my my lower body or something upper body, you have to be able to, you know, take breaks. You know, obviously taking a few reps off, you, you're you probably thinking to yourself, I, I'm not... I shouldn't be over here. I should be over there. But you're helping the, the core more if you're sitting out a few reps than just completely not being able to do the rest of the show if you're continuing to do reps while you're injured. Because, like, for for short term, obviously you're going to think that. You're going to think, I need to be out there like, like everyone else. I need to be pushing myself just like all the other guys. But you're not going to do much um, good to the core if you're gone. Yeah. For, you know, in the hospital or you're gone for the rest of the season because you didn't take your injury seriously. So you have to be able to talk to staff like, hey, I feel like I messed up something in my lower body, you know, my leg or my foot. Because, like, injuries happen. There, there is no drum. I don't think there's a drum corps that has a serious, no serious injury happen. Yeah. But they all have. Mm -hmm. Every, everyone's, everyone's dealt with it. So they know what to do when an injury is dealt with it. But the thing with that is, is you have to communicate it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't be one of those people. And if you are one of these people, Hey, that that's cool. Um, one of those people that just hides an injury because they're afraid of sitting out. Yeah. And it's like, Hey man, I appreciate that you love the activity so much that you're willing to put your body at, at stake mm -hmm. for, for the sake of the show. But at the same time, if you keep doing that, you're going to get sent home because you're going to get injured to, and it's, it's not going to be good. Um, Communicate with your staff. Tell, don't tell the, the caption head, obviously, because they have, they have a lot to worry about right yes. now. Yes. Tell your section tech, like, hey man, um, my knee. If I march on this more, I'm mm -hmm. gonna hurt it. Yeah. I need to sit out for a couple reps. And then the more often than not, they're gonna say, yeah, go go take yes. go take a couple reps off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let your let your leg heal. Um, they'll probably like go to the store and get you an, uh, a knee brace or an ankle mm -hmm. brace. They'll help you. Um, get better so you're not dying um but some things you can bring again bring, bring a brace i brought um some wrist braces because my wrists would like pop because mm. drum core um so i would bring wrist braces um i know a lot of people who bring knee braces they get really funny tans which oh. is awesome <laughs> um they people bring kt tape um oh yeah i've never used kt tape yeah right for i personally believe that it's placebo effect but I, <laughs> I mean, it's it still, I mean, if it helps them, if it helps, it, it still helps, works, but, but I'm not sure KT tape, um, just, just use a brace. Yes. Um, Hey, if you need, if someone tells you about something else, listen to them. Obviously I'm not a doctor. I'm mm -hmm. not a medical professional, but I've never used KT tape. So I don't know anything about it, but, um, but yeah, take care of your body. Um, if you need to sit out, then sit out, but come back in as much as you can. Yes. And obviously like, if you're just feeling sore and and you think it's like it's pain, like don't be that guy that people just know isn't in ha, do, that just doesn't has doesn't have an injury. People are gonna know when you're faking, and you know I've had I've seen it. You know some staff members will even call you out for just sitting out, and you don't want to be that guy that everyone's like ooh you know yeah you know that has and, when, that. and when he says 
we can tell when you're faking it. Here's mm-hmm. how we can tell when you're faking it. Obviously, we're not in your body. Yes. And we don't know how you feel. But if you're sitting out during rehearsal, but at lunch, you're or break. Like, you're like, or like a break, you're like horse playing and you're like messing around and you're like racing other people yeah. or like just looking normal and mm-hmm. you don't have a limp and you know, you can function like a normal human being, then nine times out of 10, you're probably faking an injury. Yes. So staff members are going to see that and they're going to say, Hey, Johnny, I saw you horsing around during, during lunch and now you're sitting out. Like, why are you sitting out? So they're going to get kind of ticked with you. Um, so just don't be that guy. If you're, if you're healthy enough to run around during lunch and like horseplay and mess around with your buddy or mess around in the shower, then I promise you are healthy enough to push through a rehearsal. Yes. Or even just push through a few reps. Like, obviously, yeah. it's your body. Take injuries seriously. You know, like, I feel like staff should always take... If someone says, I have an injury, take it seriously. But if you can tell someone is not being truthful, you know, it's it's ultimately like they're going to call you out. They're going to talk to you and discuss, you know, what is going on with your body and what... um. Like what? It, what is sore and what is an injury? They're gonna kind of communicate without you a little bit, but it's just take take injury seriously, you know. And if you're faking it, just don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're there for a reason. You're not there to sit on the sideline. Yes, you paid so much money just to sit on the sideline, yeah. like for real. <laughs> and even besides the money point, you worked so yes. hard. You how many hours did you practice just to get a contract? Mm-hmm. And how many more hours did you spend in the off season working on your music and mm-hmm. and working on visuals? Just to be that kid that fakes injuries and sits on the sideline. Yeah. So, don't do not do that. Um, it's just... It's just not a good look. Exactly. But, you know, kind of like branching off, you know... Just like, just anytime during a rehearsal. Like, you're not... Like, you're there every single day. You're there for three weeks, you know, at most. Some cores, um, longer or shorter. You're going to have those really long... Like... You do it every day. Every day is going to feel like the same day. You're doing everything. It's it's just rinse and repeat. That's how it's going to feel like. And you're not sure how to mentally, you know, still be at rehearsal. Like, your you're, mind might wander off to something else. What's happening back at home? How's my girlfriend? How's some of my friends? What are they doing? Like, you have to be able to mentally stay in rehearsal for you for it to be effective for the rest of the core and for you as an individual. And Philip, do you want to um, kind of get into that? Yeah, well, we mentioned a lot of this <clears throat> earlier, so we won't go too in-depth yes. now. But um, um, during breaks, don't think about drum core. Mm-hmm. Just think about taking a break, you know, get your mind off of it. Maybe call your family members, say, mm-hmm. hey, man, how's what's going on at home? Um, if your home situation is, is not good, maybe call up a friend. Say, hey, man, um, I need someone to talk to. Just don't don't think about drum core um, when you're taking breaks. Um Take break to mean break from drum corps. But when it's time to work, then you, you got to go back and work. Yes. Um, we mentioned taking it one rep at a time. Just take take each rep as, okay, boom, I did that. Okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, I'm going back. All right, um, how can I fix that? How can I make it better? Okay, boom. Okay, that was a little better, but I still need to, to make my steps a little bigger. Or I still need to exaggerate the toss a little better. Mm. Okay, how do I do that again? Okay, boom. Take it one rep at a time. And then with that each rep... Um, like I just mentioned, you got to make yourself better with each rep. Um, each rep is an opportunity to become a better musician, to yes. become a better performer. So, um, 
take the comment that the staff gives you to heart um, and assume that when a staff member makes a general comment, they're talking about you. So focus on what they said. Um, if they're saying, hey, um, I'm hearing some tonality issues um, in second baritone, and they didn't sp specifically mention you by yes. name, take that to say, oh, my tone is bad. What can mm -hmm. I do to make it better? Um, so those are just some things you can do to um, to keep you engaged throughout the entire rehearsal. Yes, because I, I also like to think that, you know, if, if, even if they're not talking specifically to me, like take whatever they're saying to someone else to heart. Like how yeah. am I... Try, Even try if they're to not always addressing your section, yeah. because this is especially true if you want to become a tech or a music teacher. <clears throat> um, listen to what the staff is telling the trumpets. If you're a, a baritone player, it's like, oh, okay. Um, and use your ears to, to listen to everything and try to guess what the staff is going to say. Mm. It's like, oh, I, he I heard the mellophones. Now, obviously, don't junior tech the mellophones. I'm not advocating for you being a junior tech. Please do not be a junior tech. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that in another video, uh, video, another episode. But, um... But yeah, just try to guess what the staff is going to say um, and just, just listen and be be attentive during rehearsal, even if it's not your section, even if it's not your caption. Mm -hmm. what, what, did, what did he just say to the percussion? How can that apply to me? Oh, he's talking about the 16th notes being in time. Well, are my 16th notes and mm -hmm. my music in time? Um, so I'm going to look at that. Um, oh, color guard is not exaggerating during a visual. Oh, am I not exaggerating during my visuals? Okay, I'm next rep, I'm going to over-exaggerate on my visuals. Um so yeah, even though it's not your section or even your caption, always be listening to what the staff is saying and try to see if you can apply it to your own performance. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like it ultimately, you are your like you are your own um, tech. You have to be able to constantly like better yourself to better the core. Like the the core, obviously, a team is only as strong as its weakest link, and you want to be constantly building yourself up to be the best performer musician that you can be, you know, like listening to all these texts advice, you have to be able to, you know, digest the information and like, like, like I've always said, be a sponge. Yes. You know, like that, that, that will never go away. Like I will pretty much almost always say that yeah. because as it's really important, like you have to be able to um, soak in all kinds of information, you know, to be able to, um, to, to have it reflect your performance and your, um, your practice and scheduling. So it's just more about constantly being aware of your surroundings and being aware of what's going on and what's being said and have it somehow apply to you, you know, just going back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, this was already a, an incredibly long episode. Yes. So um, before we before we end off, I just want to have a quick, quick discussion with Jeremy what's about up? what he thinks, and I guess what I think as well, mm -hmm is the best part of a full rehearsal day. Is it visual block, music block, or full ensemble? Personally, like from I think just like my experience in general, it's always probably always been ensemble, full ensemble. Full ensemble. Yes, because um, for me it's always you're seeing all of your drum corps friends being the best musician and the best performer performer on that day. They're all you know, you're seeing how they how they are I'm getting so much better every single day. You know, you're seeing their end results of what that day has um, progressed to. And, you know, like you're also just like doing the whole show together. Like obviously, at the end of the day, you have the full run through. Yeah. Everyone's excited. I think, I think everyone can agree that the full run through is the best part of the yes, day. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. And like for me, it's just, you know, just a fun vibe just being able to see everyone and get all kinds of information 
and just like have a really good time with it. What about you, Philip? Um, you know, I'd have to second that, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> it's not just everything you mentioned, of course, is absolutely right. You get mm-hmm. to see everyone else at their best, and you really get to feel like I'm in a drum corps right now, and I'm <laughs> performing a show with everyone, and not just two measures for three hours. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm with everyone. I get to see, uh, and the drum line is, oh man, wow, the drum line really nailed that lick. Mm-hmm. Dang, the color guard really nailed that that visual. Oh man, the pit! You just get to soak everything in, mm-hmm. while at the same time, um, seeing everything you worked on personally yes. um, come to fruition in that in that full ensemble. Um, but I would have to say an honorable mention is going to go to um, music block. But, I love uh, how like you kind of hesitated. No, I, I'm saying music like, block. I'm saying like music block, but. Within music block, I would say subsectionals. Okay, would be yeah. I would say the second best part of the day. Yes, because you're you get to bond with your section mm-hmm. in music. You get to work one on one with your section tech in a more personal environment. Yeah. So, while drum core, drum core is personal, but full ensemble, it's like everyone's doing everything yes. at the same time, and it's awesome. Subsectionals are more low key. It's a lot more of a chilled environment. It's mm-hmm. less strict. You can make jokes. Obviously, not every five seconds. Yes. crack a joke, but a lot of funny stuff happens at subsectionals. It's really chill. Um, you get to work with your directly with your section, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a fun time. So I'd I would give an honorable mention to subsectionals. Yeah, on, like honestly, that's a really good one. I like I, now that you kind of mentioned, I'm just like, holy crap, that really does happen. Yeah, and I I would say now that is my second part. Like obviously, like I think before you mentioned that, you know, subsectionals. I think I would have said probably um visual. Oh really? I, yeah, I actually really do enjoy visual. Um, mainly because like it's. You, you know, obviously you woke up, you did PT. Now it's time for your body and your mind to get engaged fully into um, the rehearsal day. Obviously not every day you're going to feel like that, but um, for majority of the time for me, it's always you want to go out there, look as clean as possible, look as good as you can to start off the day, start off the day right. Yeah. And be, you know, obviously everyone else is going to try and do their best as well and get some parts of the show done, you know, a chunk here, a chunk there. Yeah. But I'll say for me, it's just like, trying to get mentally in the zone of drum corps. I am a professional right now. Yeah, and, and honestly, um, I've learned <clears throat> to appreciate visual block more and more over the years, and it turned into me in 2019 absolutely loving visual block. Yeah. I would say, um, in the grand scheme of things, visual block would probably be my least favorite part of the day. Okay. But that's because music block is so much fun. Mm-hmm. I love playing with the brass. Um, and ensemble is just... Words can't describe yes, how much fun no ensemble problem. is, and mm-hmm. that that final run through is just so much fun. I yeah. never get tired of that final run. Yeah, every single final run through is a hype. Yeah, um, it's just shirts off every final run through. Shirt, shirts off every <laughs> final run through. Um, hats off generally too yes. if you're performing with a core that doesn't use hats. Um, <clears throat> and it's just like you get to perform a drum corps show from start mm-hmm. to finish. Yes, and that that's always the best part, and it's always going to be the best part. Yeah, um, and that's not to say like every other. Um, part we haven't mentioned isn't fun like obviously they have their pros and cons but ultimately like you're gonna find yourself like loving visual you might not like music as much you might love music but you're not you know might not like on full ensemble yeah, everyone has their favorite but, yeah. part of the day mm-hmm. not everyone's gonna be con- consistent but you know everyone no matter what you're gonna end up loving every single day but not when you're in that day <laughs> yeah of course like you're gonna look back like man i really miss that you know i love those times you're not you just a reminder, you're not going to 
remember any of the bad. You're not going to remember every single time you were dying on that field. You well, remember you, all you the fun might. times. You might. I mean, I mean we're obviously, you're going to have those times. Yeah. About our 2017 season. I know, I know. So. <laughs> but, but obviously, you're going to remember like the good times that you had. Like you have remember the fond memories that you made during those blocks during the breaks, and you're going to like. That's what kind of we kind of look back to whenever you go back to drum corps. You're like, man, I really miss all my friends. I miss the family. You know, I miss the shows. I miss, you know, some of those rehearsal blocks that we just made fun of each other. You know, we did all this other stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like you miss it whenever you're not doing it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So like, I, I I love drum corps whenever I'm not doing it, but whenever I'm doing it, it's like, oh my god, I want this to end. <laughs> no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. Oh, I, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I want it to end, but like, it's just like I'm. I more love drum corps, a... like when i'm not dying yes of course like at the end of the day when i'm doing full ensemble i love drum corps to death mm-hmm. or when it's a show day and i'm in full uniform performing i love drum corps to death and when i'm like having doing shenanigans with like my seat partner and like my section that's when i love drum corps absolutely because i obviously we, we all come back yeah we all come back to it yeah it's once it's the drum corps bug bites you then you're, oh. you're in it for life yeah Obviously, you might not march again after your first season, but you're still going to keep up to date and you can yeah. have friends that march. You want to, you know, be um, in the loop about things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you'll love it no matter what you do or who you are. But uh, you have anything else you want to talk no. about? No? This is the longest episode. This has been. We apologize for the length of this episode, but spring training is such a huge, huge it part is. of the season. Um and there's just a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about. And I'm sure we missed a lot of stuff. Yes, well. of course. You know, obviously, if you miss anything, let us know. Um, but I think if if, if um, this episode is long enough, we might just have it cut down to a part two. So it's not as long as if you're listening to part one. You might come back to it and, you know, listen yeah, well, to part we'll two. See. We'll, we'll see, see what um, how long it truly is and how much we cut. But, you know, we do appreciate you guys listening to Set the Arc. You know, thank you for just you know listening to us in general and um god it's honestly just like i'm like so excited that we're just like talking about like drum corps yeah i'm just like i'm just in the mood right now um pretty much just like discussing the the exhausting you know hard part of the day like that is rehearsals and like moving in it's it's a lot to take in and whenever you're first there you'll love it and we do hope that this all this information helps you you know, whenever you first get in the drum corps and your first camp, you know, your first camp, but your first move-ins and spring training, um, please consider subscribing to our podcast on your respective platform. We appreciate all the feedback and reviews to better ourselves and make this podcast more enjo- enjoyable for you guys and help us become um, better hosts. You know, if you have any questions, please email us at setthearkshow at gmail.com. Um, if there's nothing else, uh, Philip, um, got anything? Nope. Any last final words? Nope, I'm good on my end. All right. Well, I'm I'm Jeremy. He's Philip. Y'all have a great day. <laughs>